There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high-performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I, you know, we need a name. (laughs) This is a sidebar, but I feel like as the podcast continues to grow and we're evolving, uh, my goal is that we become more and more of a community. And so I think we need a name. I haven't come up with it yet, but if you have any ideas as to what our tribe can be called, then definitely reach out to me. Let me know. You can reach out on LinkedIn or even Instagram, but we're going to come up with the name very, very soon. (laughs) because I just feel like we have been really having these conversations with one another, you know, every week, because although I'm talking into this microphone, I'm envisioning, you know, really kind of just riding along in a car with you and just chatting about all things business and everything that you need in order to grow and evolve over time. And as you begin to respond to a lot of the content, whether that, like I said, is on social media via email, then, you know, this is really becoming just such an enjoyable experience. So first, I want to just thank you for being here again. If you are tuning in um, for the second, third or, or, or more times. And also, if this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you decided to join me. Um, you know, this week, I wanted to chat with you a little bit about frustration. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I feel like this is an emotion, a feeling that is coming up very frequently for a number of clients that I am currently working with and have worked with in the past um, is often uh, part of the conversation that we have when it comes to our one-on-one sessions, um, something that we dive deeper into uh, with various activities that may not be part of, you know, for instance, my signature program, Position to Excel. It may not be part of that curriculum, but I add on this work because I know that it can be very difficult to grow a business and we go through a lot of changes emotionally that cause us to want to just really burn down everything at times. And then, you know, there are other times where we're so excited and have these high highs. And, you know, so that's when you, when you hit those lows, they can, they can hurt because oftentimes those lows may come after some huge success. So what I wanted to talk about today is how we can really remove a lot of the frustration from our business journey. And, you know, I think that it's all about, really embracing the whole 
you know, aspect of your business journey being very, very much like your journey in life. And so I want us to kind of talk about this because my hope is that you leave this episode feeling empowered, that you leave this episode feeling as if you have a better understanding as to how to navigate the ups and downs along your business journey and just not become frustrated and overwhelmed and, you know, just emotionally drained by some of those things that may just naturally happen in business. So one of the first things I wanted to talk about is this whole idea of business growth um, and success being something that happens overnight. We have to stop expecting overnight success. And this has been something that I personally feel that social media has perpetuated over the years because we see a number of people posting their highlight reels or they may post about all of their wins after they have been in the trenches working for two, three, four years without any real, you know, revenue or profitability or profits rather to show for it. And we see these small snapshots, <laughs> these 15 second clips, you know, of their life, of their business, of these huge wins. And we begin to think that those things happen overnight. And while that can happen, there are some people that are, are literally overnight successes. That does happen. It has to do with, you know, timing and, and just the, the, in my opinion, just God's will for their life. But in most cases, that is not how it happens. In the vast majority of cases, we're not building businesses that can, you know, bring in a million dollars tomorrow. And most other people are not either. That's one of the reasons why I go back to whenever you start to have these feelings like you are an anomaly and you are not able to bring in the level of success that everyone else can. I want you to think about where you are in the grand scheme of things, because if you look at any any statistic that is out there, they is going to speak to the the small number of people that have actually reached a certain tax bracket or reached a certain level of success in business, that percentage is real. That data is real. And so while you may feel as if that 1%, 5%, 8%, shoot, even 10%, while you may feel like that's quote unquote, everybody, it is a small fraction of the entire population. And so what I want you to really think about is how to reframe a lot of this messaging that we're receiving on a daily basis about everything being just an overnight success into the reality that things are not, are not done in such a short period of time in the vast majority of cases. Because the thing is, when we really accept this reality, it's not that you're not being hopeful or you're not shooting for the stars. I want you to still do all of those things, but you can begin to really embrace the full journey. You understand better what it's going to take and you stop going into things with the expectation that each launch is going to be a mega success or each meeting that you land with a big client, you're going to walk out with a massive contract. Those things may not happen right away. There are aspects that we have to develop, such as our messaging. We have to improve our offers. We have to improve the the quality and the level and the value of the services that we're providing. Those things come over time as we work on them, as we realize what works, what's not working with each client that we're able to serve. And as you do that, that is going to allow you to one day, yes, walk in and be able to sell effortlessly because you have all of your 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 dominoes in order, all the pieces of the puzzle in order. But 
for us to expect that to happen the very first time, have that hope, but but understand that there is often a, a much longer journey and there's nothing wrong with that journey. You grow during that journey. You build something great that you actually cherish, love and nurture over that journey. I was just talking to a friend uh, very recently about a particular business, um, uh, you know, coach, I can just say what, what area that they're working in that literally, you know, gained fame overnight. Now, this person pretty much was similar to being an overnight success. And what happened is that over time, this individual left her clients feeling as if they had been um, cheated or taken advantage of because she was unable to fulfill on the promise that she made. And a lot of that came, I feel not because, you know, she was a bad person or, or, you know, someone that was out to, you know, really take advantage of people. I honestly believe that there was a level of immaturity in her business, in her business mindset that prevented her from being able to offer something that was, um, that she could truly guarantee and stand behind. And so what we don't appreciate is all the muscle that we build through the journey. So just because someone is an overnight success, it doesn't mean that that's going to last for a lifetime. And then also just because you're not an overnight success doesn't mean that you won't have a massive business that will not, you know, uh, leave a a massive legacy for you, for your family, for your loved ones, for the global community once you finish. So one of the first things is I want us to stop expecting overnight success. We are going to move forward expecting there to be a journey. That's why we call it a business journey. We're going to expect that it's going to be a journey. So that's one of the things that can remove frustration because you're not thinking about making millions overnight. (laughs) All right. Now, the second thing is that I want us to really, really understand and appreciate that our business journey and the, the business of expertise is really a life cycle. You have to understand the life cycle of business. And I often talk about this and I've referred to it when I'm mentioning and talking about the sales cycle and things of that nature. And I feel like sometimes when when I'm trying to make that correlation, maybe it's not as clear. So I want I want to make it and describe this as a life cycle. Everyone goes through a life cycle for number one, their business, but then also for landing clients that they want to serve. Because you know, you want it to be something that occurs over and over again. I've even heard this described as a flywheel, right? Where you want to attract, nurture, and convert, and you want to continue to do this over and over again with a certain number of clients that move on to work with you time and time again in, in other um, other capacities. And then you have others that you are bringing into that cycle that then gives that cycle life and energy that it continues to flow and it continues to, you know, really grow and evolve. So I want you to think about the process of landing your clients, whether it is in the B2C or B2B space as being a cycle. So, you know, you have to think about relationships. I always think that 
you know, when we talk about dating relationships, they're very much similar to business relationships. Yes, you're taking the romantic intimacy out of it. But in general, what we're often doing is we're we're going out into our industry and we are attracting someone that we feel as if we may have a connection with, someone that we feel aligned with, someone that we want to be with and serve. Because if you're in a relationship, if it's a marriage or you're dating on any intimate level, there is an aspect of service that goes into that. And so when we think about our business life cycle in a similar fashion, then we know that we're going out and trying to find a specific individual that we're able to serve easily and and we're more compatible with. That's one of the reasons why niching down makes even more sense because at that point, you know, if you're thinking about this life cycle in in a similar way, of, of just romantic relationships, then you can see that you cannot serve everybody. Though everybody's not going to be aligned with your offer. Everybody's not going to be aligned with your mission and your goal and your purpose and your dreams. So you want to go out and attract those individuals that you are truly meant to serve. And then you have to begin to nurture that relationship, right? This is one of the reasons why things such as cold calling don't work well. I Let me tell you, this is a sidebar. I absolutely hate, and I don't know if you feel this way. I absolutely hate when I'm on LinkedIn. And this is one of the reasons why I stayed off of LinkedIn for so long. And this is not to call it the platform because I think LinkedIn is an amazing platform when you know how to use it (laughs) correctly. But this is, I'm just being honest and transparent about why I stayed off of it for so long. It's because every time that you would get a message, it was someone trying to do some aspect of cold outreach. And it was the most annoying thing because at that time, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know you. So I don't want to hop on a call with you because I never asked for your help, right? And you're not even anyone that I have a connection with. And if you think about how people, you know, kind of reach out this way, they don't have as much success because they're not thinking about it in terms of, a cycle in, you know, in this whole concept of building a relationship, because would you ever go into a club or, you know, some other social gathering and walk up to somebody and, you know, just give them your number and tell them that you think that they need to call you because they need to fall in love. sounds weird, right? That's not something that most people would do. Even if you're going to give somebody your number, you're still going to try and finesse them a little bit. You know, you're going to spit a little bit of game. Sorry, just put it out there like that. And you're going to try to win them over and and draw them in, right? That's what you're going to do before you expect them to get on the phone and call you or, or let alone meet you for a cup of coffee or something, right? So it's the same thing in business. And when we begin to appreciate that how we outreach to our communities, how we're nurturing prospects and potential clients, how we're actually, you know, really walking them through this process of getting to know us and our business better. If we understand that similar to a relationship, it's much easier to do. You're removing some aspect of frustration because you're not trying to rush people through the process. You understand what it takes in order to move them to the next level because you have a better understanding of what that cycle actually is. You know what you're trying to shift. You understand the levers that you're trying to pull. And so it makes the process of nurturing effectively easier because you know that 
They need to move through this journey of just meeting you to getting to understand you, to know you, to figuring out what you have in common, how you're a good fit. And then they can get to the point where they want to move forward and actually connect with you on a deeper level, right? So that is something that I want us to understand about our business is that there is a life cycle to the way that we are able to attract and, you know, really attain and retain clients. And there's all also a life cycle to our business where we go through the process of actually starting and we have to build and build and build and grow and nurture um, ourselves through this growth process and to the point where we get to a more mature business in adulthood where we can actually reach those magnificent goals that we've set from the start. But when we don't think of it in this way, we become easily frustrated because we often feel like things aren't moving as fast, that we're not making enough progress, that, you know, uh, we are uh, maybe pitching our services at the wrong time and still expecting a positive outcome. All those things happen because we're not appreciating the fact that your business has a cycle. So that's the second thing. Now, the third is this. Have you, you remember being a kid and I know this is true um, for for my my children. As they've been growing, we have this little place in our kitchen. It's actually on as you walk into the pantry. On the side of that wall is where we often measure them. We have these little tick marks where they were. We write the date and their age next to it. And so we can kind of see how fast <laughs> each of them have grown over time. And uh, my daughter that's 12 right now, I think I always mention is that she is taller than my older daughter. So she, right now she's about 5'11 or so at 12 years old. And she gets so excited because she wants to, she wants to make it to six feet. So she is constantly trying to measure herself on this little doorway um, in wall so that she can see how fast that she's growing. And this is how I want us to feel when it comes to growing our business, right? And I know you're wondering like, what in the world does that mean? Let me explain. So the thing that we need to do is we need to get excited about our growth and what lies ahead. One of the things that I think causes a lot of frustration is that we don't appreciate the growth that's happening day to day. You're not fully appreciating how you were able to be consistent with posting on social media or writing consistent blogs weekly for the past month or two, or maybe, you know, creating your your hit list and going out and making connections and creating, you know, touch points with businesses and with clients and other stakeholders. You're not appreciating the work that you've done to grow day to day. And when you don't appreciate those things, you feel as if you're not making any progress. You feel as if you're not moving ahead when in all actuality, you're making tremendous, tremendous progress and you're growing by leaps and bounds. Just like when my daughter runs to measure herself against this wall, I can see over time the evidence that she has grown from being this little two-year-old toddler to now being much taller than me at 12 years old. And she likely will continue to grow even further. And once she finished growing in that way, 
way, in terms of height and stature, she'll continue to grow and develop as a woman. There is always this aspect of growth that we go through and we get so excited about it when we're children, right? We get so excited about, you know, getting taller. We get excited about our birthdays coming along because we're getting older. We're going from being in elementary school and we're moving to middle school. There are always these periods and these steps and these areas of advancement that we get excited about. And I think that's one of the reasons why childhood goes by so swiftly, because in those instances, we're just full of oftentimes expectation and the fact that we are looking to what lies ahead. And this is how I want us to approach our business. I can speak for myself. This is what has made growing and really showing up consistently in my business very relatively easy to do because I know and understand it to be a journey and I get excited about the little aspects of growth that I have. And I try to stay present in the moment so that I can appreciate what is currently happening in the building and the growth that I can actually see. And oftentimes when we lose sight of that, if, we, if we're too far out and we're looking too globally, we miss the fact that there are these small changes, these little changes that are continuing to occur. And so this is you know, what removes that level of excitement because if we don't see it, if we don't recognize it, then we think that it's not happening. And that's not true. You are growing, you are developing. So don't get frustrated by the fact that this is, you know, happening, happening at a small or a, um, a very short, um, or a longer time frame where you can't necessarily see this as easily understand that the beauty of that is there and that you just have to look more closely and zoom in a bit so you can see the growth that's actually happening and get excited about it again. Think about the little things that you want to aspire to celebrate the little wins, celebrate the small, you know, successes that you have. Because it's the accumulation of all of those things that leads to the great tremendous outcome that you're looking for. So these are things that I feel you know, really can help you break through this whole aspect of frustration if you've been experiencing it recently and really find this renewed excitement and this renewed joy surrounding your business and really, you know, creating this sense of excitement to work on it day after day after day because you see the growth, you see the advancement, you see all the wonderful things that are happening. And because you don't expect those things to be an overnight success, it allows you to show up every day for the journey it actually is to appreciate the life cycle that you are experiencing in this moment. All right. I hope this helps. I really do hope that it helps to shift your perspective. It helps to ease your mind a bit and really, really make things a lot easier emotionally, mentally, and even physically that you can just remove some of this stress and go into this next week, this next quarter, this next month, really on fire for the things that you want to accomplish and having this level of higher expectation for what lies ahead, because I know that your success is on the way. Okay. That is all for this week. Once again, if you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, share it with a friend, post it on your social media and tag me. I'd love to celebrate and, you know, connect with you. Um, Also, if you're on, you know, Instagram or LinkedIn, you can follow me there at Dr. Angelina Davis. And um, I can't wait to talk to you again soon. (laughs) All right, guys, until next time, take care. 
you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you, so let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.